We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, everybody. Before we get into today's pod, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here on Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you wanted to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community discord, and e-learning course filled with tips and tricks. On top of that, we'll get you sure Show published to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and other listening platforms. And the best part is that you can get this all for $15 a month. That's the same rate that any other hosting site would just charge you for the initial setup. So whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle is an open door to your sports experience. Acceptance to the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com join. Check out the description box for this episode of find out more that's bwhustle.com slash join Welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Ricardo Navas. And with me today, we have our 2K coach, Frankie. Kelly Olenek's first game in Houston, four for six from three. <laughs> yeah, that's funny because when he played, when they were when they were written by COVID, uh, he couldn't hit a fucking shot. So that is funny. That is actually hilarious. Wasn't he like plus, this game like a 40 net rating on Houston? Net rating God, Kelly Olenek. Oh my God, man. He he remembered how to, sh- his first game was incredible. You know, when he gets bought out, if and when he gets bought out, it's a guy that he should look at. 
I'm just I, saying. I don't think they can go back to the teams anymore. Again, uh, uh, thanks. Like, uh, shout out to uh, C3 Suave for the prime three months up for the prime sub subscribe for three months we appreciate that kind of love and support here on the podcast jay buckets 102 in twitch chat says i hate this team so we're off to a great start here uh if you're listening on the podcast i encourage you i implore you to join us on twitch.tv says miaheep for every single podcast pregame and postgame show it's fun you get in on the conversation i think we're gonna do like a vibe sunday we're gonna vibe today we don't get to pod a lot on sunday afternoons today we're just vibing we're just vibing because the Heat have good players again. Victor Oladipo is going to play for this team soon. Things are going well. Let's f- ignore the losing streak. Let's ignore all that's out the window. Let's ignore that they struck out on buyout guy after buyout guy. Today's a vibe. Shout out to C Breezy Dub for the prime sub. We love that. Uh, Frankie, I guess we got to start of the news of the weekend. Fat Boy does not sign with the Heat. Fat Boy goes to the Nets. Lamarcus Aldridge. Uh, is a Brooklyn net and it's kind of funny because they're collecting like the washed they gonna have the most washed all-star team ever including their coach who is also a former washed all-star a missing piece to the Lakers I'm not upset about it and I know that I've been feeling a certain way about LaMarcus Aldridge but I'm not to me it's not a big deal that he's not here it's like whatever it, it kind of like they could have used the body but I'm not losing sleep over it Carla Tiana said that you scared him away Good. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, I think uh, it's a depth thing. We could have used him uh, just as another big man. We need. Uh, we know the bench units sometimes uh, squander leads and and struggle to score, put up points. Uh, and he's a guy who could uh, attack a mismatch, so they can't they can't switch as easy uh, as you know as washed as he may be. He could still post up a guy, hit hit that fall away, hit that mid tough mid range shot, and he's he's probably going to win Brooklyn a playoff game. Like how good is he going to be? It remains to be seen, but they definitely have talent. Uh, I don't know how good this talent is going to be in the year of 2021. Uh, but in 2015, this fucking roster would have fucked this roster would have fucked, man. I mean that that's a guaranteed championship. Steve Nash could still give you like 10 minutes a game at, at that year. I think, I think he was still playing that time. That fucking team would have fucked. I mean, and, and I guess that's like my thing. Like people are obsessed with names, right? And like Gorgie Dang was a better player right now, is a better player than Lamarcus Holdridge is right now. Um, and like he should have been like the number one priority for teams, not not Lamarcus. But Lamarcus is an angel. Lamarcus got the headlines. Gorgie Dan goes to the Spurs and kind of a surprise move because usually like guys like that would go on contenders, right? Because you know you're bought out for like the rest of the season unless you plan to sign some more long term. You know you just say fuck it, I'll go try to win a team. I'll, I'll take a vet's minimum. I'm getting paid the contract I signed for anyway. Instead he goes for a Spurs. That's gonna help their playoff push. And I like that for the Spurs because the Lakers are gonna be in free fall. LeBron James and Anthony Davis are missing time. They didn't get Kyle Lowry at the deadline. And they're free-falling. And they're not. They're in, like, serious danger of getting into the play-in game. You know what I mean? Like, they're not. You know, Dallas has the easiest schedule in the West. Like, they're coming. And they added Andre Drummond. But he doesn't really address a lot of their issues. Uh, so I thought that was like a like a sneaky, interesting move for them. So the Spurs right now are in seventh, and they have a really hard schedule. The Lakers are free falling. They're only uh, they're only four and a half games out of the play in, which is the Spurs. The so Spurs Spurs are coming for that ass, and the Lakers are on a, they're <laughs> it, it's looking rough out there. <clears throat> 
Oh, yeah. Uh, chat's clamoring for Boogie. So chat wants Boogie. I got to be honest with you guys. I would have taken Boogie over Lamarcus just for the exclusive reason that I think Boogie's like a cool dude. And I would like to cover a cool dude. Unlike Fatboy. You wanted the like, fatter boy. Yeah, I know. But, but, but Demarcus is cool. Like, who doesn't <laughs> love Demarcus Cousins? Demarcus is awesome. And I think that, Frankie, there's like a clear... They, I don't know if do you, I don't know if they need another big. I'd rather them just kind of ride with Precious because Bam. Whenever minutes matter, Bam's going to be playing at the five, and they're going to cobble together a power forward spot between Igadala, Ariza, Butler, and Bayletia. And I would not be surprised if they play Bayletia at backup five for a lot of times. They were doing that with Olenek a ton. <clears throat> You saw like nights where Precious lost his minutes. They were just going Olenek as backup five and they were just really not. It was Bam at the five or Olenek at the five and that was it, right? So I could totally see a world where if they don't trust Precious come playoff time, they go Bailizia as backup five. Now I want, I think Precious needs to play. I think that you draft a guy, you draft this kid, you believe in him. You got to play him and you got to let him work out this rough patch because I mean, he started the season really, really strong and he hasn't looked good at all so i i believe in him i think that they clearly believe in him um i mean he didn't get moved ultimately i know that that they were probably they probably were but they kept him and now that they struck out on all these guys if they don't sign demarcus cousins or another big that means that tells me that they're like okay this is what we're riding with and that's that's what it's going to be and i i I don't hate it i I guess i i believe i believe in precious and um i the thing about it is I'm, I'm going to have to go back to Carla Tiana again. And she's right. Precious is not ready. Like I know, I know you said he needs and more time and needs to get uh, developed and stuff. And the regular season is for that, but you know, it's also time for us to win games. We're on a six game winning streak, losing streak. Uh, we need to get, get out of that play in game. We need to get, try to get home uh, court in the playoffs. Uh, Cause this year the, the home seed is going to matter. Um, and you need, you want that in that four or five matchup uh, to be the home team. And I, and, but it's also a depth thing. Uh, you say Bam, Bam's best position is the five. I agree there. But if Bam is in foul trouble and Belitza is largely, is way more of a four than a four, four, uh, four or five guy, uh, you really want that depth just to have a body, just to throw, just to save Bam a little bit for the playoffs and not have to rely on him uh, entirely getting beat up. He's got the knee issues already. You don't want to overuse Bam. And then uh, when when the, it's time to go playoff time and and real go time, Bam's not 100%. Listen, I'm with chat right now. I'm on, I'm in on the boogie move. Like I've, I've said for a while, if they're going to get a washed up big, I would get him. Um, Just because, I don't know. I, I like him. I like him more and I, I just believe in him a little more than LaMarcus and... Um, what about your boy, you know, De- Dwayne Dedman? So my thing with Dwayne Dedman is Dwayne hasn't played in a re- in, in longer than Andre and Ariza had. And the last time I saw him play basketball, it, it wasn't very good. Unlike Ariza and Andre, where Andre was like playing decent minutes in the finals. And <clears throat> and uh, Ariza looked good in Portland, right? So you're getting a guy that hasn't played for a really long time. And the last time he played, he didn't look so good. So we're really banking on that like time before that where he did look good. And that's where I'm just like, I, I kind of disagree with Nikaias Duncan, our statistician and pun master. Um, so like th- that's where I kind of falter. Um, I agree with uh, with Carla Tiana. We're shouting her out a lot in chat. She's amazing. She's saying we need vets. And Kevin Arnovitz always says, you need grown-ass men to win titles. 
And I, I love that because it's and it's very Pat Riley, right? Like they love vets and they always go for that. And I'm just saying that like if they don't have other options, they can they can patchwork minutes at the five. <laughs> And I think that's all you need because Bam in the playoffs is going to play 35 minutes and you really just need to cobble together 13 minutes at center where he's not on the floor, which I also think that's supposed going to experiment going really small. Don't I don't put that past him. I mean, they've done it before. They've they've used Jimmy at the five at times. Um, it's not like a, I don't want it particularly for long stretches uh, of time. We saw plenty of the J Andre four five lineup. Uh, oh, yeah, baby. Playoffs. In the finals. In the finals. And that's a big reason why we fucking lost because that lineup was. Ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They need they need another big. I think that they need another big. Maybe you know what? I think in hindsight, I was a little tough on Fat Boy because I realized that if they don't trust Precious and without Olenek, it's really tough. Now you were just if, missing your Fat Boy. That's what it was. It was if, you were still salty. Your Fat Boy didn't come. Yeah, my my Fat Yeah, Kyle Kyle's here. Um, if they listen, if Bayalitia can give them something, and if Bayalitia can survive on defense, uh, that's gonna be good. Because that, I think that solves the position. I think that they they can survive a couple minutes. If Precious is just not ready, they can survive some minutes with Belly at the four. Um, at the five, excuse me. And I don't know. that That's kind of what it is. Like, if we're looking at the playoff run, like, that's it. He's he's six foot ten. He can play the position. Um, I, I talked to some Kings people. To kind of, kind of, you know, I watched a little bit of film and I, I talked to some King people. Shout out to Brendan Nunez of the King's Pulse podcast, one of our Blue Wire shows here. It's kind of picking his brain about what what Belizia does defensively, and he's like, "Listen, he's a smart basketball player. He has good measurables. He's not the fastest guy in the world, and he's going to get hunted on defense. Uh, but he's smart, and he he's not a lack of effort, and he tries. And he goes, he looks bad." But he also added, I've also never seen Bailey with four other good defenders on the floor <laughs> because the King, uh, because the Kings don't have good defenders. So let's see. I mean, they're not going to switch with him. They're going to use him and drop. And I think the bigs are not as responsible for rotating in Miami's defenses. Like Kelly wasn't really the, the super rotator. Their wings do most of that. Yeah. So maybe they can get away with him being slow. I know that Miami has a rotation heavy defense, but... Let's see. That's the one thing. Like, so he might play on Monday. That's the one thing I'm gonna look at. I mean, like, how does his defensive rotations work out? Because I think the shooting will get there. I think even if like the, she's a good shooter. Like, that's I'm not worried about. And Jimmy's numbers with him in Minnesota were fucking incredible. Because Jimmy with the stretch big is just awesome. That's just that's just awesome, right? So Frankie, like for me, I look at can this guy space the floor and how, are they? I'm curious if they'll even use him as backup five already in the first game. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna be a guy that they're going to use for the versatility on offense with the shooting and the passing. Uh, I know he's a bit of a playmaker. He, he's aggressive, taking it to the cup. Um, he, I think he's going to put, develop uh, chemistry with Bam real quick. Uh, he's a guy they'll probably use in dribble handoffs, uh, pick and pop situations, uh, spot ups, you know, uh, uh, defensively definitely need to see how, how he holds up and how he can go from playing uh shitty minutes in Sacramento to real, you know, playoff team trying to make it, uh, try to make a run, uh, for the heat. I want to see, um, his, his adaptability. Cause he's, he's played for Thibs in, in, uh, Minnesota. So he's played for a good defensive coach. Uh, so I'm sure he's, he's smart, 
uh, guy. He's been a pro player for, he came to the league in tw- at, at age 27. So he's been playing pro ball for a while. So I, I'm, I'm sure he'll be able to adapt uh, head <laughs> IQ wise, but we got to see how, how he moves his feet defensively, how he makes rotations. It, we're going to miss Kelly's charges, man. <laughs> Kelly take, took some, a lot of charges for Miami. I think we're going to see like how pretty solid Kelly was defensively this year. Like, we're going to miss him. Like he, he gave him some good defensive minutes. Not that he was like this stopper or anything, but I think that, you know, when you have a big that's get put in almost every play on defense and when your defense is good and you're surviving, you know, you're, you're doing something right now. Chat saying Otto Porter got bought out. I haven't seen that. Could somebody let us know who reported that? Cause I'm not, I'm not seeing that on the timeline and I didn't get the Woj or Shams alert. Um, uh, chat saying that we should have a stream beat sticker at the bottom of the cup. Yeah, I'm drinking out of my, I'm drinking lemonade out of my solo red cup. It's, it's, a, it's a vibe Friday. She's playing defense a, on stream beat, guys. Don't yeah, don't let it, don't let them get away with this. Stream beat's bad. Uh, okay, Frankie, I gotta ask. There's an important question here. And by the way, Bealitia's, uh Bealitia. I think it's Bealitia, right? Not Bealitia. I think you're right. Bealitia. Bealitia. Um, Yelly ball. Bealitia's nicknames on basketball reference are Belly. Or Professor Big Shots, which one are we gonna go with? I'm going Belly. belly I think ball. I'm going Belly too, unless he hits a big shot. Then I'm squeezing out in all caps, Professor Big Shot. I I agree. I think I think the Professor I'm, I'm Big Shots. I'm very shot. excited for Big that Shots. It was uh was Chauncey. That I, was Mister Big Shot. Yeah, not Professor Big Shots. Big professor shot, Big Shots. Professor Big Shot. That's like a variation of it. No, no, no. He's belly, belly ball. There's nobody else we called belly besides Kyle Lowry. And Why does I mean, belly... called it booty. So, <laughs> I mean, belly could have also been Lamarcus Aldridge. I would have called Lamarcus yeah, Aldridge belly. You know, so <laughs> yeah, a lot of yep, yep. <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of confusion. Um, why does Bielitzel in every picture look like he's in physical pain? Like he looked like he stepped on a Lego in every single picture that he's in. He looks like he this? looks like a ten year old uh, that his mom's uh, telling him to smile. Yeah, and like for his yearbook picture, you know, it's like in, in fifth grade, you got to get a smile for your yearbook picture. Can I go play, mom? <laughs> I don't want to take a picture with Mickey. I want to ride the rides. You know, <laughs> he looks like that. It's great. It's like, I love. I'm excited. He's already hanging out with Goron. I saw that Goron and Ariza and and, and, uh, and Goron Belly gave him a call. He said, he said Goron gave him a call and Belly was excited for it. Look Let's at go. Look at Goron like being a, Goron. A, a European vet hero for these guys. Leader leadership he's like leadership he's like man i'm very excited to play with goron and uh that's my very bad i didn't even listen to the interview are you canceled are you allowed to do that i can i'm part of a cuban dominican man are you allowed to i i did a 23 in me we i have i have a lot of european in me so Schmid this morning says uh, Oladipo DMP sniffles. So Oladipo <laughs> is not going to play tomorrow against the Knicks. He's not going to debut. He's going to debut against the Pacers, however. So that Ooh, is eye emoji, eye emoji, eye emoji, eye emoji. Do, are we going to play um, the? Are we going to put the championship gold so he can feel at home? He can feel. Oh like yeah, right yeah, at we home? Got, yeah, yeah. We uh, we got yeah. And also Kendrick Nunn is out with an ankle, so that that's going to so uh, you know Belly might might start off the bounce. Um, Kind of a weird, you know, Frankie. We're in such a we're in such a weird time where you see Oladipo's out with the sniffles, and my immediate reaction is, well, is he is this a health and protocols? Like I've never, what is <laughs> like, are you a head cold? What does that mean, Tim Reynolds? What does a head cold mean? I thought I thought butchers of Biscayne are are trying different things <laughs> out now. 
Did he see Udonis? Is Udonis in court? Is Udonis okay? I haven't heard anything about UD. UD's been gone for a while. No, so UD, is KZ. UD just did an interview. Uh, yeah, with uh, with the 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 Matt Barnes yeah. and the Stephen Jackson podcast. Which there was a funny clip of sound there where uh, where Udonis says that every day Bam tells him I'm going to get your I'm, I'm coming for your record. And when Udonis says whenever I get in the game and I grab one rebound, I go to him. That's one more fucking rebound. You better get motherfucker. Just, <laughs> I love that. I love I love that Udonis thinks he gets in the game. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, listen, we might be listen. We are staring down the barrel of Udonis back up five minutes in oh the playoffs. Yeah, I'm, I'm for it. I'm for it. Frankie, I, I don't even care results. Give me Udonis. Frankie, minutes. Frankie, there's a game seven. There's a we're playing a game seven. And they need five backup Precious minutes. And Spo doesn't feel like he can get it out of Precious. You don't think it's going to cross his mind. He's going to look down the bench and be like. <sighs> Heart of a champion. Get in there. Get in there, UD. Because UD is going to give it everything he has. Oh, yeah. It's going to be all he imagine has Imagine if left. it's at home. Frankie, imagine that shit's at home. Oh, God. This imagine why, that shit's at home. This is why we need fucking home court. I mean that I mean man I can't wait like one thing I miss are, are the fans and I think that the league has done good because it's it's COVID is like very serious and it's very dangerous and you know people getting vaccinated and, and hopefully things are better <laughs> by the playoffs where we could get like I know that the Heat are planning like a like a vaccinated only section so, I think that's a pretty cool idea yeah I'm sorry I, I, I'm cutting it off because Car- Carla Tiana just reminded me the the nickname so I, now I it picks, put it in my head. Game seven, he checks in. He takes a huge charge. Uh, the, the, the other team star player just fouled out. You hear the AAA, Haslamberg, Haslamberg, Haslamberg. Oh, my God. I would fucking lose it. I would fucking lose it. We got to get Solana to start that. We got to get Alec, Alex Solana um, has started lots of chances at the AAA. He also started a losing streak. Yeah, he did start the losing streak. We got to get him out of there. We can't blame Ethan for this one. That, that is on. That is one hundred percent on Solana. Get get him out of there. Uh, that's Stephen A. Smith. Get him out of here. I want him <laughs> out of here. No business. So, uh, so yeah, their 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 backup five minutes are are a huge question mark. It's funny because this trade deadline addressed their. Go- I think we can look back now that now that the dust has settled, we can look back at okay, they need backup, and like Tiffany says, they need, we need, we need. Uh, they they ha- they need something at backup big now without Olenek. They address the need for another guard, so I think that they have their guard rotation pretty short up. And they still need a they still need a real four. Now they don't have a four, and that's not coming. The need for a power forward will come in the offseason. There's 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 just nothing there's just nothing out there for them. Oof. Um, but if they can get if they can get DeMarcus and they can get seven good minutes out of him or they can find a big in the buyout market who's available and they can get seven minutes out of him or if Precious kind of finds himself, needs to soul search. Precious got to search deep. Search deep. So uh, I know that Mike Muscala's name was thrown around there, but Oklahoma City never buys people out. That, that's a cheap ass, you know, the, that orange <laughs> cheap. They'll be like, that's ah, fine. You could stay. We're, we don't care. This is going uh, back to your anti-Sam Presti. Uh, Chum Bucket TV says Rondé Hollis Jefferson. Is he available? Because I, I listen. I think I'm, I'm all in on Rondé, huh? I think he was a free agent. I don't know if he's still. That's a move that I would like because he's a he's a high energy guy that you. Yeah, he's a little undersized, and I know that he will exacerbate Miami's rebounding issues. But if you don't have another choice, that guy's played in playoff games. Yeah, he's a free I, agent. I like him. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'd go with Demarcus over him just because there's just a little more upside with Demarcus. Um. 
you know, because DeMarcus might give you one game in the playoffs where you're just like, oh, like he'll hit like five threes or some shit. I don't right? know. Rondé will hit that one alley-oop dunk that'll get the, the FTX arena going. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, slim, slim, skinny McGee and chats is so much closer than Rondé Hollis Jefferson. I've I mean, I love him. I've been a fan. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, he is undersized though. Uh, when I I was, you know, he looks. He's a guy that looks bigger on TV. Like when I covered a, a Raptors practice, Raptors he practice once. I was like, wow, you're not. Uh, he wasn't as big. He like was legit. Like one of the smallest dudes on the court. Uh, he's only six six. Yeah, he's only six six. But he, he plays. So big is Udonis. So is Udonis. We put uh, heart, heart, <laughs> yep, culture, put, discipline. Let, let Rondé play that small ball five lineup. Let's do it. Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball player strikes out when the bases are loaded. The best golfer sometimes three-putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you're coming up short in the bedroom, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 now. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you for free with two-day shipping. And the whole process is discreet and straightforward. Get Getting started is simple. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete the online visit today to connect with the doctor and take care of it. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 to get $15 off your first month. Look, that's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. Get to roman.com slash heatbeat21. Go get started to save $15 on your first month of treatment. Uh, chat saying my hips, uh, A-Ling 000 says my hipster takes or something else. <laughs> they sure are. They, listen, Bailey says a big body. Ariza's very long, yeah. big body. Oladipo's has size in the backcourt that they need. Andre has length. Uh, huge wingspan defensively. You know, you know what Jimmy and Bam give you. This team has a little more umph on defense. And I, Frankie, I said this on our locker room uh, session on Friday with Tiff. I said this on Hangover Time. Uh, I forgot it was Friday or Saturday. I'm losing track of days. The door has opened for the Heat. <clears throat> now, if you were to ask me, Frankie, before the seat before the trade deadline started, if you ask me on Wednesday, be like, "Gee, where are the Heat in the Eastern Conference?" 
I would have been like, they're about the fourth best team. I don't think they're at Milwaukee or Philly or Brooklyn's level, but I think they're a four. I think they're like the fourth best team in the conference this year. I think some things haven't gone right, but I think that I think ranking them as fourth is fair. I think they're clearly better than the rest. Get the fuck out of here with Atlanta. Celt- the Celtics are a mess. I don't trust them. And and the Knicks get get out of here with that, right? So like I would have said they're the fourth best team. They've proven it. You know that come playoff time, they have an extra gear. If you ask me after the trade deadline, I probably tell you the same thing. I probably tell you, well. I like what Oladipo gives them. I think he solves some issues. They didn't really address, I think, in my opinion, their biggest issues. But his upside is so much so that you are clearly better. You didn't give up much for him. You also got Bealitia for guys that didn't play that were just negatives whenever they did play. So they're obviously better. But I, I kind of put them about fourth in the eighth. But my thing is, Frankie, with Embiid's health being a question mark, with Kevin Durant's health being a question mark, and all those old guys, by the way, I mean, God knows, I mean, if all those old Kyrie guys, Kyrie too, that'd be yeah, Kyrie. You have those, the two guys at the top, and the Bucks. Listen, they're the Bucks. I mean, fuck them. The Bucks, the Bucks would, the Bucks might be favored in a playoff series, but I mean, we just we just saw Jimmy be their daddy for yeah. five games, and like that series wasn't even close. Like Chris Middleton had to be possessed by the ghost of Kobe Bryant for them to, to win, win a game. One game, yep. Yeah. So if you ask me. If Oladipo is 85, 90% of his All-NBA season, if Oladipo in a good environment that he wants to be in, with culture, playing with the most talent he's ever played with in a reduced role that I think fits him perfectly, with the best coach he's ever played with, if they can get the best version of Bailey if this allows Dragic to be 100 to 90% in the playoffs, and if they get a little bit of luck... The door's open for them to get out of the East. He and six. And that's what they bought themselves this trade deadline. They bought themselves a chance because the swing to the fences move, they clearly went for it. Kyle would have changed their math. They could they couldn't get the deal done. Uh, you know, it's hard with Masai and Daryl and all these kind of forces at will. The pivot was quick, it was responsive, it was swift, it was decisive. And they created a chance and have flexibility next offseason. I think they created like 25. I think they're going to have like $25 million in cap space if they renounce everybody. So that's the chessboard that they're playing with, Frankie. And I I like that they gave themselves a chance. Yeah, I I, uh, I think the inflection of uh, new talent and new, P, new personnel really c- uh, could help shake up the, this roster, the, this whole thing. You saw... I, um, we saw in the Portland game, they came out with, uh, guys loose, uh, um, you know, not obviously, uh, Bielitsa and, and Oladipo haven't played yet, but the, these trade rumors have kind of been circulating over these guys heads since the summer, uh, since the Harden rumors, the Beal rumors, all these rumors, uh, the Duncans, the, the Tyler, all these guys have been playing through it and they've been, they've had their ups and downs all season. And the first chance they get Portland, they've, they both shoot the ball, uh, pretty well. Duncan follows it up with an even better performance. Uh, Tyler struggles a little bit, but they, they they have they still haven't gotten their full roster yet. Um, uh, I'm waiting to see uh, what Depot bring really can bring to the table. I, I just want him to be like you said, play play his game, play two ways. Eighty percent, just eighty yeah, percent of what you you want. don't have. We don't need you to be a superstar. We don't need you twenty five five every night they don't even need all they don't need and not much less all nba yeah know? they don't even need all star we just need competent two-way starter that's it 
that's it. All we need is fucking play defense, harass guards, harass their their best guard, and uh, and create turnovers. Uh, drive, kick. He has he averages like twelve drives a game, which we really miss that element of our offense. He's gonna create shots, opportunities, um, and that it's just. A, a new spark of life, man. This, this, this is what at the rim. This, this whole thing of bringing back the same roster, the same rotation. It, it shit gets old. You got, you guys. The human nature is just you feel like uh, you're gonna repeat the s- same thing. You're gonna do it just because you've done it already. And you know, and you need that fresh, uh, fresh blood. You need that that extra motivation of guys who haven't weren't a part of that ride and like, yeah, let's go, let's fucking get it. You know, something that stuck out to me, Frankie, I'm watching the Hornets play Phoenix today. And the Hornets obviously down, you know, Malik Monk didn't shoot the lights out today. And they were in a fucking dogfight with the with the Suns. And those players, that team plays with so much fucking edge. And I was watching that and I was thinking, why don't the Heat look like that? And I understand the Heat roster is a little older, right? The Hornets are younger. The Hornets, you know, are really going for something. A lot of these players haven't really seen a lot of success in the league. It's their first chance. They're building something special. They're fun. They're the darlings of the league. I get that. But the fucking Heat have been, they were staring down at the bottom of the standings, right? And we saw a little bit of fight from them, but they don't have that edge. They don't have that nasty that I think that they had last year, especially in the bubble. And that just really stuck out to me watching watching the Hornets today. Because even when they come back, Frankie, it doesn't. I don't know. It's just like they, they came down from that that game against the uh, the Hornets, and it just I don't know. I mean, they they obviously gave themselves a chance, but they they don't like force their will on anybody, right? Right. And I think part of it is they're not a physical team, and that's fine. You don't have to be a physical team, but they just and they play hard. But I don't know. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's just something. There's something missing. there that's missing, and I don't know if that's what they lost with the Jay Crowder stuff. I don't know if you know there's a little bit of air out of your sails when you kind of are at the bottom of the standings when everybody gets sick. I don't know if it's you know. I think I, it's- I don't know. I think it's a combination. Uh, Jay, Jay is a guy like Jimmy that he has that dog mentality. Like every time, uh, like Jay, Jay was like the heart of that team really. Cause Jimmy, you know, Jimmy's a star. He's expected to do star things. Uh, and, but Jimmy uh, has that dog in him too. Uh, but Jay has to be that dog. Otherwise he's not a, a good player. Like if Jay, yeah. Jay's not going to get by on just talent. Jay has to be that dog. So they're definitely missing that element. And a lot of the guys have some dog in them, have some grit in them, you know, you uh, fight in them. But as personality wise and the, the grit and grifting, grifting that that's Jimmy and Jay would bring to the team uh, th- when they're not in the game. And obviously Jay's not on the team, but when, when Jimmy's not on, in the game, a lot of the guys are kind of just waiting for somebody to lead them. And, you know, whether it be Tyler or Duncan or, or Bam, uh, these young guys haven't had to be that that leader yet. Uh, so, they're, uh, you know, with Jimmy's in and out of the lineup, it's kind of hurt them in that sense. And and Jimmy's, you know, trying to come in and just play his role, play his game. And, uh, and the guys are just like, all right, Jimmy, save us. Jimmy, save us. Jimmy, save us. Like Tiff says, it's time for Jimmy to put a cape on, you know? Yeah. Like, like we, uh, the guys... Uh, as a whole, the whole team needs to have some of that more, more of that energy and that grift to them uh, that they were that they had in the playoffs. And and the I think the bubble definitely did help because they were all locked in as a group. 
Um, and this year that, you know, with COVID and how the season's gone so far up and down, they've kind of, uh, struggled to kind of get that role, that grit, uh, yeah. Um, chemistry that they've had. I'm hoping Oladipo and Bielitsa can bring that fresh blood and and bring some of that back in and and we see some fight. We see some fight. These guys, these guys need it's time. Nasty. We need nasty. it needs to be now. These guys need to pick it up and and start winning games. A couple of things, a little bit of housekeeping. So Bitcoin97 says this is what Boogie brings, a little bit more physicality. And, and I like that because Fat Boy's not gonna do that. You know, Fat Boy is a finesse perimeter player. Uh Drummond is fucking he's like the worst big in the nba i think the lakers fans are happy i'm just like good luck good luck with that dude that guy sucks i'm so happy that these i'm fucking thrilled i should have opened the show just with the smoke machine celebrating that they didn't get drumming and fat boy i'm just i'm so happy uh shout out to marco and chat greetings my paramo boys uh you know i am not fake happy here because they did not get lamarcus aldridge and andre drummond um you know i think that would help. I think a little a little bit of a more physical presence would help. Yeah. Um, chat's also saying Aaron Gordon choosing to wear number 50. What a sore loser. Obviously, his dunk contest score. That is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I will say that is actually funny. That. that is a petty that I respect. You I should have worn if, 49. <laughs> that is a petty I respect. Um, I want to talk a little bit before we close out because we've kind of covered the offseat, the, the buyout stuff, the trade deadline. Did we um, talk auto? There. Did we get to talk auto? I don't, I don't, I mean, Otto's a guy that, listen, if Otto's available, that's the guy you go for because 100%. you also need, listen, they need two things right now. They need a backup big and they need something to play a power forward. <laughs> Anybody. Uh, it's an auto auto fits that bill. Now bulls fans, I will say they, they hate auto bulls fans say fuck auto. When I was like, auto just needs culture. Bulls fans are like, hey, yeah, okay. Whatever. Bulls fans hate Wade. So what the fuck do they know? Yeah. Fuck what? You know, somebody on Twitter said, when was the last time a buyout guy really affected a title or affected the playoffs? And I was like, well, Joe Johnson did. Right. Is there another example that I'm missing chat? Maybe you can help out if there's anybody, a buyout guy that really, really affected Birdman was a buyout yeah, guy, Bird, right? Yeah. Well, Bird, not like a pure buyout. I mean, he had his legal issues, but he was like the last guy that was like a midseason free agent that really, I mean, like Birdman was like, you know, it's funny, um, Frankie, when they signed Birdman, my dad, my dad called me and he goes, who is this guy? And I go, oh, don't worry. He's not going to play. He's just another center that he <laughs> got to put in there to put in their uh, center funhouse revolving door. <laughs> Uh, I, dude, I was like, this guy's fuck. I mean, what's this guy gonna 27 do? Like another, win streak. Another wash big. And he what did he didn't he go like 15 games in the playoffs, not missing a shot. Yeah. Fuck that. It's I crazy. love him. I love Birdman. I fucking dude, those teams were just amazing. Somebody somebody on Twitter who's kind of new to NBA Twitter asked me if I thought that one of the 2013 Heat team was one of the best teams of all time. I go, hell yeah, it is. <laughs> I've never I've never felt more alive in my life. I fucking love those teams. Um so yeah, so some some uh, people in chat, some people don't want auto, some people want auto. Um, I think he gives them a little bit of, some a little bit of spacing as a shooter and a guy that you can throw out on defense. I know that he hasn't moved very well this season. That's concerning. You kind of hope that you get him with the butchers of Biscayne and they can, uh, they can hopefully Frankenstein him to uh, to to play better, yeah. a little bit move better. I mean, remember these bio guys. You're mostly picking from options from people that didn't want them. Scrappy, right? yeah. nobody's perfect, right? Like, there's a reason why these teams didn't keep them. Especially like, think of the Spurs. We're in a fucking playoff hunt, and they're just like bought Lamarcus Aldridge out. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? A guy that was starting for them and averaging like double digit points. Yeah, you know, reasonably efficient. You know what I mean? So it's like. <laughs> 
these bio guys aren't going to like totally a lot of the times they're not going to swing your title hopes you just kind of hope that they can plug some holes give you a little bit of, of spot depth yeah um Wes Matthews was a was a bio guy that really helped out the Pacers when he was a bio guy. That's I remember true. the Heat really wanted him. So like, there's sometimes that 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 they change stuff and other times, you know, they don't pan uh, out. PJ so. Brown in 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 08. Yeah. 08. Uh, we're going back. We're going back though. But yeah, but that's the thing. You have to go back. Oh, like, I, yeah. I don't think in recent memory, I don't I don't remember the Cavs or the uh Warriors picking anybody up midseason that really like changed things for them. <laughs> Marco says Mike Bibby, but in a shitty way, gave yeah. Dallas the title. <laughs> very true. Oh, shout out to Dos. Shout out to Dos Piruto. Uh, yeah. So I want to talk before we head out of here. I want to talk about Bam's kind of fourth quarter against the Hornets, because to me that there are a couple of things stand out from the last two games. One, Duncan put together two good games of shooting the ball, which to me, <laughs> I look at that shit and I'm like, that's a win, dude. Motherfucker. You better figure things out because their offense needs you. Like they they need life. And if he's gonna look good with Oladipo, they are going to uh they might figure some shit out. They might not even need Tyler if Oladipo's like a legitimate downhill threat and finishing at the rim. And if Duncan's a guy that's gonna hit shots again, right? And and if and if this is his springboard to figuring stuff out, because he was hitting the shots, he was hitting always. It was that handoff play that they ran when when they got that three to cut it to two or whatever, whatever it was late in that game contested tight but they ran the set that they knew how to run and they he got it and he looked good the other thing is bam taking over the fourth quarter scorer assisted on like the last 13 points uh one of them was jump shot one of them was floater another one was twisting layup and the other one was a handoff assist to duncan that's the kind of shit that you look at frankie and i'm like that's the top 10 player that led the heat to the finals that guy, because when he's because he's so fucking fast, he's so agile, he's such a good finisher, he's so smart, he's a threat from so many places on the floor and as a passer, the game just opens up completely. That was game six, bam, on full display, and the Hornets couldn't do anything to stop him. So, like, for me, I look at those two things. I look at Duncan finding some life and bam, being kind of looking for a shot, and I'm like, that's that's what I want. That's Those are the things we got to build off of. Yeah, I, I think we've what we've come to learn is that when when you draw plays up for Bam to score, he can fucking score. The thing we're we're trying to get is Bam to just when it's not uh, straight for him to score when it's a DHO and and the guy the biggest sagging way off to take that take that extra dribble and, and shoot that jumper face up take it to the cup it, that's what we're we're screaming for more when they run plays for Bam you know when they set him some off ball screens and get him going downhill uh, get him going to the post he can score he can get get real comfortable real easy I, now I, do I wish Spo did that a lot more absolutely because he did that for fucking LeBron James and uh, LeBron James never had a problem scoring, but you make the game easier for your stars and that's how you should be. It's you're, you should uh, get bam going early, get that inside presence going. And then, then you can start letting your shooters get going as well. Um, but he, his fourth quarter performances, these last two games have been great. Um, everything that you can ask for from bam both ways. And now with the Oladipo trade and the reason, yeah, excuse me. Uh, with the Ariza trade, you have Oladipo, Andre Iguodala, Jimmy Butler, Trevor Ariza, and Bam Adebayo for an all-defensive lineup. No more Duncan to to trying to <laughs> cover a shooter. No more Tyler Hero cha- running around screens trying to make a rotation and and jumping by guys. You can go all defense with veteran guys you trust. I fucking love this trade, man. 
uh, Carlatina saying, I don't count on Duncan. Be elite to me. Listen, you guys are tough on Duncan. Listen, Tiff's hard on Duncan. Hangover time's hard. I'm a Duncan believer. I don't know why. I just, I really like Duncan. I think he's talented. I believe, I have, I give like Duncan the longest rope ever. I believe in Duncan Robinson. I'm here. I'm defending you, Duncan. Uh, you could just, you know, maybe podcast a little less. Everybody knows that podcasting isn't good for your, uh, podcasting's bad. Just podcasters suck. Listen, thank you from experience, Duncan. Um, Smithen saying Depot, Jimmy, Bam, Ariza, and Iggy. I mean, you could really throw out some very switchy lineups late. Now, Spo doesn't do that a lot. He doesn't go defense offense. It's a little frustrating. Um, I do think that Tyler's just gonna close. Why are you laughing? No, that he doesn't make those defensive offensive oh, defense yeah. subs. It just drives me nuts. I th- I do think we we're we're seeing that Ariza's been closing a lot recently. Uh, and I know Jimmy's been in and out of the lineup, but I, I feel I feel like Ariza is going to be the guy over Iguodala most most nights in the fourth. Oh, because I mean he provides you the spacing. Now, yeah. Charlotte wasn't guarding him in the corners, right? Like I want to. I, I that was something that I noticed. I was like, hmm, interesting. But he's a guy that can make you pay. Yeah, more than Andre, and, and he's, more consistent. He's shown a lot more of the dribble game that 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 I didn't know he really could could show. He it hasn't looked good, but at least he does. No, it was, but he had, he was second in assists last game. He had five assists. He, he had nine rebounds. I think it was. I think Andre off the bounce is a little more fluid. In fluid. Yeah. But, There's a but, uh, Trevor. Trevor has a three point game that, that I, I try, I trust Trevor every time over Andre. Oh, for sure. Like easily. And, and just at the size that, you know, when, if that, if a guard is the one that's closing out on him, he's just going to shoot over the dude. Yeah. Uh, no questions asked. Frankie, so they love Tyler Close. It's been very public. Mm-hmm. How, you know, he's played every fourth quarter minute for the Heat. And the that he's played. Um, Jimmy for sure is closing. Bam's for sure closing. So you're five and you're three. Let's pencil in Ariza at the four. You got Oladipo and probably Tyler, unless Goron is just scorched earth, right? Yeah. I- Which... Which I, I kind of prefer. I, I think Goran's defense is still way ahead of Tyler's, even even as much steps as Goran's lost on that end. Um, but I, I really like the the threat of Goran, Goran and Depot together. You have two guys who could ball hand handle and and catch and shoot, and they won't do dumbass turnovers like Tyler or dumbass defensive rotations. <laughs> like, I think that the Depot thing really makes it so that they don't have to play Tyler late. Now, I like I've always been a Duncan over Tyler late. I understand why Spo does it. You want the extra ball handler and you want the guy so when they switch cuz late in games, especially very very late in games when we're talking about less than a minute left, teams switch everything. Right? And you want the guy that can attack off the dribble. Um I've still prefer Duncan just cuz I think Duncan can force some unfavorable switches that Bam could theoretically exploit. I know they don't go to that often. Uh, I wish they did. Um, he screening for Bam as Bam the ball handler has been really good too. So they have options. And I think that it's, you know, you need, I think guys need to know what the fuck do I expect when I'm going into the fourth? Like when it's late in the game, like who are we putting on the court? And I think the Heat at least have an answer. They have four answers with the fifth and pencil, right? With with that either being Goron, Tyler, or Duncan, Whoever's, I mean, if Goran doesn't have it or if, you know, Tyler, whatever, I, I think that'll be, I mean, maybe Tyler will get the nod over. I just, he's going to trust the vets. I don't know. They could put five veterans on the floor, um, four of which are plus defenders, one of which I think can survive, you know, and he's shown you that he can in the playoffs. So I think it's good, man. 
it's interesting. It sucks that on Monday we're not going to get that against the Knicks. You know, Bielitsa is going to get his debut probably. Um, that's going to be exciting to see. It's going to be exciting to look out for. I, I'm, I'm happy, man. I'm happy. Things are looking up. I know that they've listen. This is the most positive show we can do after they've lost six in a row. You know what it, I mean? It's good to see you come around on on Oladipo uh, after all season of you oh shitting God. on him. No, I'm calling you out. You're not getting. Oh, no, call me out. Call me out. Listen, call me out. We are we are here to get me called out. Call me out, dude. Hold me accountable. Hold it's, me accountable. You're Alex Toledo. Oh, so fucking good to hear you say Victor Oladipo is bringing a positive presence to this yes. team and not this guy sucks. This guy sucks. No, he sucks. He sucks. Like, come on, man. Uh, it, it wasn't even that he was the best. It was never about him being the best option uh, for the team. Like, obviously, I love Victor Oladipo. I've loved Victor Oladipo since college. But if you know, I would take Bradley Beal over him. Of course, they got my dude in a bogo. Yeah, they got they got him. They got him for free. He they got him at the thrift store. Dog, they they got him like legit. They got him at the thrift shop. Like Kyle, like you know, Kyle. You know, you had to go. Kyle's a brand name. Shout out to the deuces. No brands, but like you know, you have to. You have to. That, that's Lowry's expensive. You know, you you walk into Walmart and you get yourself a designer old depot. You know, you don't pay a lot. I mean, for that booty, that booty is, is Dr. Miami and then some. Jesus Christ. I would like to end in the heart out, but I would be remiss if I did not cover our Patreon. Subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Miami Heapy. We are planning our next watch party. Be on the lookout for that. Our locker room sessions that we don't post to the podcast feed because we don't want to flood your feeds. Uh, we post them to our Patreon for, for our patrons. So get that. Our, our newsletter goes out tomorrow. Jack Alfonso is preparing that. Uh, you know, if you are one of our, we are accepting patrons to come on Hangover Time and the Weird Alf pregame show. Um, you know, so so check out. We have a lot of offerings. Uh, Frankie, what are you? Uh, what are you laughing at? Schmith and Schmolnick uh, says Kyle's booty gives me a heart out. <laughs>